again. Thank yourself. On his way to the microphone from Hammond, Indiana, weighing in at 205 pounds, the one, the only, Isaiah Jackson Hello, all, and welcome to the Ill Turn Podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah Jackson Jr. Devin, how you doing today? Flying through the streets of EC. It's your boy DC. I, I, it sounded better in my head. But I'm doing fantastic. Can't complain. You doing fantastic. Can't complain at all. What's up, fellas? Coming from Justin, man. Justin, what's good with you? What's, what's good? Man? We were just talking about you. We were just talking about you. And in a positive way. No, it's always positive when we talk about you. It's always positive when we talk about you. He was like, man, that Justin, how dare he come on here with his opinions thinking that they meet on this game. <laughs> no, no, never, 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 never. Unless it's Charlotte. Unless it's Charlotte related. Unless it's Charlotte related. Look, I'm sorry, Justin. When when it, when it comes to a Charlotte debate, somebody got to hold me back. Look, and I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, man. We just, we will have that debate as soon as possible. As soon as possible, I promise you that. But Devin, we we got to go over a bunch of unhappiness. You you look happy today. You look happy. Let's get close up on this man. Look how happy this man look. Look 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 at this. Look at this. Look how happy this man look for no reason. It's I said, a how could you not? It's it's a Sunday. He has to go to work tomorrow, but he happy. He look at look at the happiness on this man's face. Now look. Hey, that's tomorrow. We talking about today. And today, but that's the crazy part. Today, it's a lot of unhappiness. Devin, do you want to go into street A or street B of unhappiness? There's two streets, street A and street B. Well, I don't normally do things in order in my life, so let's go to street B. Street B starts with Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa came out and said that she took accountability and apologized to the AEW locker room. Now, this is coming from Wrestling Observer. Thunder Rosa says that uh, she addressed the criticism of her remaining AEW Women's Champion for months, like holding the AEW Women's Champion for months while injured. And she says, first and foremost, I want to make sure that people understand that at the beginning of all this drama, everyone was speculating that I wasn't hurt. It started with that. And then it was proven that I was hurt. There's MRIs. They talked to my doctor. I had multiple epidurals, and now I'm still not cleared. I had another MRI last week, and the pain is still there. For me personally, I want to drop the title. I want to drop the title the day they told me I couldn't wrestle because I was going to be out for 
he says, my boss made that decision. He said, you are going to be the champion. You're going to have an interim champion. Let me repeat that. Let me repeat that. Hold on. Let's repeat that. My boss, who is Tony Khan, made that decision. He said, you are going to be the champion, and we will have an interim champion. She goes on to say, for me as a competitor, I wanted to make it fair so my peers had a chance to wrestle for the championship because it wasn't fair that I wasn't there. I wasn't going to be there, and I was going to hold the title. So she ends this off by saying, I have not been cleared. There's more things that have happened in the last couple of weeks because I, I have gotten in the ring, and unfortunately, the pain is still there, and it's very frustrating because I want to get in the ring and do what I would do best, and that is wrestle. So she goes on and says that she apologized, and she took accountability. And pretty much, uh, she took accountability for things that people had issues with, and I went out there and apologized. I said that's the best thing that I can do because I want to make money. I want to make sure that I'm able to work with everyone, regardless if we have issues or not. Wow. Devin, uh, who does this remind you of? Who does it remind me of? Who does this remind you of? Um, remind me of me. No, I'm just kidding. Remind me of me. Uh, is this someone else that's in AEW? Yes. Currently? Who is who? <laughs> who is getting? You know what? I'm gonna say this. Oh, you know what? It remind me of uh, it remind me of CM Punk. Why do you say that, Devin Lee Crimes? Oh, Devin Lee. Because at the heart of this all, it's all Tony Khan for. <laughs> and everybody want people to apologize for some Tony Khan let get messy. That's like, hey, I'm you know, this you know, this apartment at Tony Khan. I come back, you know, stuff on fire. I got, you know, my turtles running around. I don't have turtles, but you chaos like that. And instead of everybody pointing the finger at Tony, the person who did it, they or Devin, why your apartment look like that? I don't know. Tony did it. Why am I apologizing for something he did? Yeah, exactly, exactly. It was a wild analogy, but y'all get it, y'all get it. Right, right, right. I was like, it, it was some twisted turns, but I understood where you was coming from. I understood where you was coming from. <laughs> look, man, look. Why do we have to go to the point where another superstar has to apologize for getting crap talked? You know, like, they're the ones that are getting publicly humiliated on, on TV and on social media and yet they the ones that got to come out and apologize. Like Thunder Rosa literally has done nothing wrong. Like I, for people talking about sandbagging, you know, she sandbags people and all that crazy stuff. She flat out denies it. And she's been in AEW this whole time. So obviously there's some people that like working with her. There's obviously some people that like her. Soraya just got in there and just instantly started talking crap. I don't even know if they even shook hands and met before. You know, it's like just, they just came in there and just started drawing at each other. Well, Soraya came in and started just drawing at her. Like, they they started up this whole TV show, and the first episode is, how come our champion isn't here? Our champion ain't here. She ain't wrestling. She injured. When I was injured, I showed up. She should show up. Like, where, what? What? If I'm Thunder Rosa, I'd be like, Tony, look, I'm sorry. I mean, I didn't mean to catch the fade with you, or I'm catching the fade with her. You better pick. I'm, I'm, I'm Andrade today. <laughs> like, I ain't getting fired when I do this. Because like this, it just don't make sense why you would want to pretty much berate a superstar like Thunder Rosa, who's amazing. I love, I love Thunder Rosa. And the more that they go down on her, the more they just crap talk her. 
And the more she does, she won't even say a word. She barely says it says anything. That's the crazy part about this. So, and, and why do you have to go in there to apologize to begin with? Tony, Tony Khan made that decision. But yet I have to apologize for a decision I didn't make. I don't, she doesn't deserve any of this. And I figured that from the get-go. It's just the fact that it's, it's just a, it's just this click nature in AEW is disgusting. It's definitely, it definitely gives off, you know, Triple H, Kevin Nash, you know, click, it definitely gives off click vibes from the 90s. You know, it definitely gives that off because you 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 can't you can't win at all in AEW, it seems like. So man, that's just it just got real annoying. It's just really, really annoying. Uh Devin, are you still there? I take that as a no. Well, he'll be right back, if anything. I just I just really don't like AEW, man. AEW, and I love watching it. I love watching AEW. Don't don't get me wrong. AEW, I always tune in to watch it. It's just the fact that the backstage politics. And then even they talk about, you know, Britt Baker and them talking about, well, it's just the backstage politics of it all. No, people have to fight you. You know, you are the backstage politics. You're, you're the main person in this whole thing. Between you, you could throw Adam Cole in there. You could throw the Young Bucks in there, Kenny Omega, the EVPs, you know, you obviously they get thrown in the mix. It's just the fact that you have all of them getting thrown into this and trying to play victim. We seen everybody, everybody cry in that all access. Devin, you seen all access just recently. How many people cried in all access? If you can name all the people that cried. Everybody but the cameraman. Everybody. He probably was crying too, for all I know. I'll tell you the first episode, and I'm not, we're not clowning about mental health. Let's not like where this mental health isn't something to joke about. But when you start off bullying somebody, talking about she should be here, what she needs to be doing, even though she's injured and she has to focus on herself and it wasn't even her decision to begin with. You're trash talking her. And then two hours later, you're crying and your boyfriend's crying. And then after you, after a scene gets done of Adam Cole crying, they go to him in a car and he's like, I'm going to get in this doctor's office and I promise you, if they tell me anything bad, I'm going to cry. Like, bro, you just got done crying. Like, like, can we not? Like, let's not have a... If I wanted to watch a bunch of people cry, bitch, and complain, I would have watched The Undertaker's Last Ride. I would have finished that documentary. But I don't want to. Because it's the same as this. It's hot garbage. It's dookie. So, Devin, I'm sorry. Well, is there anything you had to say ending off of the, this Thunder Rosa situation? There is. And I agree on all the points you made. Because I don't get why people get publicly, you know, Criticize, I criticize publicly, you know, I kind of shots taken at them publicly. I'll say that. And we don't hear nothing for weeks. You know, that person really don't respond. She didn't say anything, you know, that week that that all access aired. She didn't say anything prior to that. And then she finally comes out and then everybody, oh, I got to apologize. For what? Why do you have to apologize for somebody having an issue with you for something that you had no control over? Tony Khan is the person whose decision it was to make her an interim champion. Tony Khan was the person whose decision that was to make CM Punk an interim champion. And I think in both of those scenarios, you should have just vacated the championship and had no issue because you don't know how long somebody's going to take to come back from injury. Everybody recovers differently. I can see if everybody was John Cena and they just come back half the time, but that's not the case. So I would have just eliminated the whole interim in general and nobody would be salty 
probably somebody still would be, but still. But for everybody to just go, oh, why is she doing that? Why is she doing that? Why is she still champion? Why is she this and that? I don't know. Why don't you ask Tony? You know, Tony, why are you letting this stuff just be publicly aired like that? I mean, it, granted, it happened like months ago now. We just not probably seeing the behind the scenes of it now, but still. It's all Tony fault. That's all I got to say. <laughs> nah, he really doesn't care. And even Justin taps in. He says AEW needs to desperately find a way, find a, to get, find a way to get away from all the backstage drama. Is not a good look. Look, man, Devin. I feel like I made this comparison already. But have you ever seen the the YouTube the YouTube channel No Jumper? It's a podcast, like a hip hop podcast. Oh yeah. Uh, with uh, Adam Twenty Two, I don't mean to give them pub, but I mean this is what they are. If you don't, if you don't know them, you know them. But like, so they just got all their all their employees just left. All their employees just left. Dips and I'm out of here because, and it's not just because of this. But think about it like this: every episode, every episode, it just seemed like it was an employee fighting an employee, an interviewer fighting an interviewee, or vice versa. People spitting on each other, people fighting back and forth. Like it was just a simple like if they if they asked us for an interview, we had to come with a bulletproof and a taser. Like literally. Like we we couldn't come, we couldn't come there like by our by our lonesome. Like so, but that was the thing that was driving them. That was the thing that was getting them views. Here, here, Devin, go interview this hot-headed crip from California. And you just sitting there, well, how do you feel about wrestling? Wrestling? This is how I feel about wrestling. <laughs> you know, and they got 1.8 million views off of it. You just got beat up and you're working there. You know, like them, these guys were working there and nobody wants to go to a workplace where you're getting swung on all day, where it's a negative, toxic workplace. That's what AEW is right now. You go, you're walking in there, you're getting swung on by Eddie Kingston, you're getting swung on by Andrade. <laughs> You're getting cussed out by Britt Baker because she's a bitch when she wants to be a bitch. That's her words. But you know, like he, you, you're getting, you're getting Tony Khan is just letting all this happen. You know what? I'm so sorry. You, you, here. I know how to make this up to you. you just get. You'll have a, you'll have a AEW International Championship match, but you're gonna lose to Orange Cassidy. Though. It's, it's okay. You, you'll just have this match on Rampage. You'll be the first thing on Rampage. I promise you, you'll love it. I, I promise you. I promise you. I promise you. Everything I, if, you, I, if I will literally, I'll literally put the red carpet out for you. I'll, I'll buy, I'll buy Undertaker's theme music. You know, I'm rolling, 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 rolling. You'll be rolling down the aisle. I got you. No, I definitely got you. My eyes bugging out. Like I'm over here trying to like. That's Tony Khan, man. Tony Khan will throw money at you, man. And Tony Khan will do whatever he can to try to make his people happy. Justin comes in again. He says, at least Thunder Rosa was the only one. Who did it the right? Who did the right thing? In case, in the case of if you're a champion and you can't compete, you give up the title. None of this interim nonsense. That's facts. Devin, how do you feel about the interim championship, the interim title, interim champion? I don't. I don't think that is a good good lot. It's not a good plan for wrestling, and especially if you're going to be on TV weekly, because. The thing is, especially once they give somebody else a championship and then they're like, oh, that doesn't count. Like, well, this person been, you know, on TV every week with it. Why wouldn't it count? We don't know when that person's coming back. It's not like it's like months, you know, spaced out between each show. But that's the thing. I don't really mind it. I don't mind it. Like if, like if, if Roman Reigns 
got injured. Like, this is how I will set this up. Like, if Roman Reigns got injured, God forbid, because I, Devin almost fell out of the chair. Jesus! Like, you know, like, you, all we would have saw was Devin's legs up in the air on the, on the, on the screen. <laughs> but, no, it's like, uh, when you, God forbid, but, like, say Roman gets injured, and say he's on, what, 960? Say he's on day 960. You would stay at 960. If you are gone for eight months, you'll stay at 960. You'll stay at home. You'll recover. I'll have another champion. I wouldn't name him interim, but that would be my whole storyline. Everybody that would be running up, you know, going for the interim title, whoever's the interim champion, quote unquote, I wouldn't name them interim, but say Dolph Ziggler, you know, wins it after Roman. He was, I'll have Ali. Everybody that comes after Dolph Ziggler would just be like, man, you only champion until Roman get back. So let me just, so since you're the little placeholder, I might as well just take it off your hands. Uh, I, I, I'll be the one to take down Roman and be the real champion. But, you know, I'm, and then Roman come back, you know, thank you for holding the four kids. But this is, you know, this, this, just get out the way. Like, this is setting this up. So not only would you have Dolph Ziggler being champion for, what, three months? You know, a three-month title reign, sure, why not? That'll be on his record. And Roman will just continue. Whoever wins that match, Roman will just continue on. If Roman loses... He'll stay at 960. If he wins, he'll go 960 plus type of deal. Is that too extra? Is that I feel like that's extra. No, I mean, see, that's I mean, in that scenario, that's how I would use that. I would go ahead and go ahead and mix, like, okay, this guy is legit out, you know, and he's been a dominant champion. I hate to just pause him right now and just get like, all right, that's your fault. That's it. I'm gonna move on to another, you know, reign. But that way you could also feed in everybody afterwards. They don't have to just be tossed aside once he does come back. They could be intertwined into that story as well. Like, hey, you know, appreciate y'all for holding it down. I'm back now. So go back to where you came from. And then obviously they'll have some against that. Like, what What you mean? I, been, I was champion when he was gone. I didn't get hurt. You did. You know, that's a story right there. Instead of just everybody, I don't know why he's still champion. He's not here. <laughs> Make a story. Make a story. Well, another story that just that just won't end, man. It just won't end. And... The Heel Turn Podcast. CM Punk, bro. CM Punk. And Dave Meltzer. Well, I guess it's more so Dave Meltzer more than anybody. <laughs> uh, pretty much. CM Punk, it came out earlier this week that CM Punk We'll be down to return. We'll be down to work with the Young Bucks. Then it came out earlier. The Young Bucks don't want to work with CM Punk. And then Dave Meltzer comes out and pretty much just says that pretty pretty much that this is a game being played by CM Punk. This is a you know this is a a power move being put on by CM Punk. Because why why doesn't he just go in there and apologize? Why doesn't he just go in there and put them over? Why doesn't he just exact words, exact words? I'm not making this up. You know, why don't he just go over there and put them over? Why don't he just go over there and he's asking a lot. He's asking a lot. Devin, do you agree with what Dave Meltzer? What and, and everything I just said, CM Punk working wanna work and come back. Young Bucks don't want to work with him. Dave Meltzer's pretty much idea of how to solve this situation. Do you agree with any of that? I do not, because why can't be why can't be both sides just saying like I'm sorry like you know everybody wasn't perfect, you know I mean as much as outside was CM Punk he still didn't handle it the best way you ever could, which is that's why I would say he need to apologize on his part. But then they also didn't do everything perfect on their end. 
don't just bust into somebody's room after you see that they're heated. And you're an executive. That's where I really draw a line for them because you're supposed to be an executive of the company. If you were just straight up just wrestler signed to it, I'd, we'd be talking different avenues. But you're in a higher position, so you were wrong, which means when you're wrong, you need an apology to right that wrong. CM Punk was wrong. He needed an apology. Both sides need to apologize is all I'm trying to say. But Dave Meltzer making it seem like just one side was just 100% wrong. One side needs to apologize for what that one side did. No. You need both sides. That way we both are right, cool. I apologize. You apologize. Now let's go. I agree. It's just the fact that that ain't happening. That ain't happening. We like me and you talk about ways to fix this. Like, okay, you guys don't want to work with the man. And that's cool. But the man got to come back eventually. He's getting paid by the company to not do nothing right now. Like, so he, there's a time where he has to come back. So you might as well just get a grip because it's a workplace. Y'all don't, there's a lot of people that work that I don't want to see. You know, I'm like, so it's just, you, you, got, you got to deal with it. But it, the difference is we ain't swing on each other yet. So it's just like, the crazy, it's just the fact that you, you are, you have ways to go about this to where CM Punk and FTR, FTR spoke highly about CM Punk since this whole thing started. They want to work with the man. If the elite can get their back together, if they could just be like, look, let's just stop being children. Let's get this, let's just get this going. You can make some money off this. You can fight for the trios champions, trios titles. And you know, you already know CM Punk don't want that shit. Yeah, I mean, look, let's be honest. CM Punk don't want it. CM Punk don't want it. Like in FTR, they don't need it. So yeah, that could be a match you could lose. CM Punk and them, if they've got to wrestle about who's winning that match, then then we know who the real problem is. Then then I'll be like, all right, CM Punk, stop, stop, stop it, stop it. <laughs> like I'll be like, Phil, Phil. stop it, yeah, stop it, Phil. Relax, yeah, come on, man. Phil, Phil. Why don't you just be a science guy? <laughs> right, exactly. Go back to Chicago, man. Come on, Phil. Like, that's the problem. Then, then you'll know who the real problem is. Other than that, it's just stupid, man. This whole thing is stupid. Dave Meltzer telling him the Dave Meltzer just, oh my goodness, he getting on my last man. Justin <laughs> comes in. He says, the situation before Brawl Out is the primary example of how bad the interim title is. Moxley was basically just holding the title until CM Punk came back. Pretty much. Because CM Punk was there, look, like you said, he was a dollar and cents. He ain't lie about that at all. That was and you could be the heart and guts. And you could be the heart and guts. Justin also comes in and says AEW needs to move. Justin also comes in and says AEW needs to move on from CM Punk. Punk is basically just saying all the right things to weasel his way back. He comes back. Tony Khan is basically welcoming the drama back. I'm sorry, Justin. If I couldn't disagree with a statement more, man, look, man, is CM Punk a psychotic worker? And when I say that, is he that, if you ever worked at Amazon, if anybody that worked at Amazon, there's always that one person that loves working at Amazon, that would sleep there, that would, it was always that one person that would just... That way, they would text you in the morning. They text you and be like, "You going to work today? It's gonna to be a great day at work today." Oh my god! You know they like wake gotta wake out of bed, like already got their Amazon clothes on. Like that's people like that. That's CM Punk. That's CM Punk. Devin, 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 they just, it's funny. No, 
No. <laughs> I got featured different. Like, that was this man. That's why he was so distraught last year. <laughs> I wasn't distraught. I was I was just upset they had to feature Endeavor me. I just wanted to skedaddle up out of there. But man, CM Punk is that guy that's like the know-it-all. The know-it-all and the the that's what I'm trying to say. The know-it-all, the, the know-it-all guy, the guy that's just he's always right. You know, he can be smart alecky, he could be a dick sometimes. But at the end of the day, you know, he, he, he ain't bad. He could just, he just, he just be a dick sometimes. It's, you know, we know we all know somebody like that. That's exactly who CM Punk is. That's who I want to believe CM Punk is. Do you think I'm totally off base, Devin? Wait, I, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, he pretty much a little too extra sometimes, but he still gets the job done at the end of the day. But my whole thing is, look, at the end of the day, I still put Tony Khan in the middle of it all. When Tony Khan let him come back, he let him come back. If he don't come back, at the end of the day, this could still happen once again if Tony Khan don't put his foot down. If he could stop some type of way of everybody just, oh, so-and-so said that uh, so-and-so is the reason why so-and-so can't get their contract renewed. You know, stuff like that. Like, who is so-and-so? Why can't so-and-so just say what they chest? Why are they so scared? You know, if we knew who said about the whole Cole Cabana thing, we probably wouldn't be talking about this. It'd be squash. It'd be like, oh, that was uh, Majid. He said that. All right, I talked to him. It's over with. But no, it's still a whole anonymous. I don't want to say who said it. And that's how you get to these type of things. And if people too old for that. Oh, and they'll never end. It's never ending. It's never ending at all. You go into Justin, he says, punk. And FTR versus the Elite will be a booking nightmare. No matter who's on the losing end, AEW is just opening up the door to more drama. Look, I'm sorry. I just... It's the Young Bucks, bro. I'm sorry. It's the, look, it's the Young Bucks from... Ken, and I'm excluding Kenny Omega because Kenny Omega, sometimes he's just... I feel like Kenny Omega's just... I feel like in his mind, he's just in like a frolic of flowers, just like living his best life. Like Kenny Omega's just a positive dude. So it's just like... Kenny kind of does his own thing. But when you got the elite Chris Jericho, Brandon Cutler, who also has something to say about this, you know, like people, when you got to alienate one guy, that's 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 a lot, especially when you got up the other side of the locker room and Jade Cargill, FTR, people coming out saying that Darby Allen saying that, hey man, CM Punk ain't do nothing to me, you know, like CM Punk, Ricky. You got Ooh. powerhouse. Powerhouse. No, I'm just throwing out other people I've, I've seen that said, you know. <laughs> exactly. And then you got people like, I feel like that even when CM Punk leaves, the drama's still there. You know, Sammy, Sammy Guevara got beat up twice, you know, when CM Punk wasn't there. You know, like it's the back, I feel like the backstage drama is just more of the just this generation of wrestlers, just, and I don't want to call them soft, but let's just admit that our generation is pretty sensitive. And that's Tony person. I can admit I'm sensitive. Look, and I wouldn't. If you, and if any, if Sammy Guevara looked at me and said he wasn't sensitive, I would just replay all access when he when he cried multiple times. If if any of them AEW superstars talking to me, they ain't sensitive. I'll just play all access. I'll just watch all access. All right, which one of y'all ain't sensitive? Adam Cole. Oh, is that, <laughs> that, that, that you in the background with the unsensitive ass? Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. No, but see, come on now. Like, it's just, I feel like the, the it's always going to happen. The problems is always going to be there in AEW. Whether CM Punk is there or not, 
I just think they pinned it on one guy. They pinned it all on one guy. And they're like, okay, now that he's gone, this company's going to go back to normal and we're going to give you guys what you want again. What have, what have we wanted so far? You know, we got MJF, but it just don't feel the same since Punk's been in there, since, since, since Punk left. Just like in his scenario, they painted uh, in Thunder Rosa's scenario, they painted everything on her when, like, it's not even her. You look at a whole situation where there's multiple parties involved, but oh, it's just one person that's like causing all these dominoes to fall down. Exactly. And then you got, and then you got people on social. I'm sorry, man, but like, even though I made a joke, I made a joke about fighting my coworkers. That's a joke, you know, ha ha he he. That's funny. But like, these guys go on social media to complain about each other. Like, they in the same locker room going on social media complaining about each other. That I feel like that's the biggest problem in itself right there. If Tony Khan could get that under control and be like, look, man, because Ricky Starks even said it, I'm sick. Ricky Starks came out and said he's sick of his coworkers complaining on Twitter. Darby Allen said all his uh, friends do is complain on Twitter. All these guys doing AEW is going there, man, Sammy Guevara, he messed up. He botched in an Iron Man match, I, and I should have got it. I get. I can't believe my match was cut short because of Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara. When I see him, I'm gonna punch him out schoolyard. Like it's not that serious, man. You don't never have to go that far, and it's never. I just they, feel like it's they taking that Triple H approach. Yeah, it's the pinned on one. I'm gonna tweet about it. Tweet about it. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like the you know the words of Devin Lee Crimes. The criticism is unwarranted. Leave. Look, that's exactly. what I would do. You just gotta leave. Exactly. Just gotta deal, man. Just you know, hey, all this bad negativity is unwarranted. We trying to go. We trying to go forward, and you do. You ain't got time for that. Yeah, we sure don't. We don't got time at all. We actually wanted a little short for a minute, but the heel turn podcast. Before we get to the other side of unhappiness, man, the dark side of the ring. It's coming back. Who are we going to have? Who are we going to have on here? I'm, let me read this right here. We're going to have Chris Candino and Tammy Sonny Sitch. The car accident that derailed the career of future world champion Magnum TA. Wrestling most unhinged monster, Abdullah the Butcher. A focused look on the troubled life of Marty Janelli. Shawn Michaels' former tag team partner and much, much more. Devin. Are you excited for the dark side of the ring? I am. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to say, like, I am. I'm excited to see these horrible, you know, things that happen. But, um, no, it really does give you a huge, you know, insight to how everything's not always sunshine and rainbows, which that's just life in general, and that's wrestling. And so I've always liked that they take a deep dive into those type of aspects. Man, yeah, and the only – it's crazy. Rick Flair got in trouble that whole time and still – Welcome back. You know, it's just like it's it's like nothing happened. We took his woo out in the intro for a good few months and back to like, oh, ain't nothing happy. Woo! Wow. Right, yeah, they was like, we all good now. We ain't mean that. Devin, before we get to the closing end of the show, we gotta talk about the other side of unhappiness. Since you chose uh group B, we gotta go to group A. And at least here's the bright side about this, and this is why we have to say this for like I'm glad you picked this last. You know, great. That, that was great. Great. Great up observation by you, Devin Lee Crown. 
the Heel Turn Podcast. I look, just going into this, these are all rumors. Rumors. So don't take this with a, a grain of salt, a huge grain of salt. It's just rumors. But uh, we got a, we had rumors in the beginning of the week saying that the ace wants to leave the company. Now, from the get-go, you already knew that this man wasn't leaving the company. No, everybody knows that this man wasn't leaving the company whatsoever. But it actually came out that he was just unhappy. And this man was Seth Rollins. Now, it came out just recently. Seth Rollins has no plans to leave WWE. And obviously so. Why would you want to? You know, you're Seth Rollins. You're literally the workhorse of WWE. You're the guy. Like, you're you're making so much money for them. And you're making so much money with them as well. So, see, so like, Seth Rollins, you, you are WWE at this point. You've defended them so much. You've defended them when they've gone through so much. And you you took some backlash from it as well. But at the end of the day, you stood 10 toes on WWE. And so for, for the rumors to come out to say he was leaving, I feel like that was kind of childish. But him being unhappy kind of makes sense. Now, I came out saying, now this is on, I'm on the MSN. This is like over the last few weeks, it's been rumored that Seth Rollins is unhappy with his booking in WWE. Uh, something he's played into with comments that he made in various interviews before WrestleMania. So this is, and he was going off, you know, he was kind of, he talked about uh, his match with Logan Paul, which wasn't bad at all. The match was a pretty good match. And just going into that, and he could have done something bigger. You know, him and Roman definitely could have, him and Roman definitely could have done something uh, more Is on top of that. But Seth Rollins is just stuck. It just seems like he's stuck in an idle position. He's just not doing nothing. You know, he's not fighting for a title. He's not advancing. He's just having... Random rivalries and feuds and not really putting nobody over. I mean, he got he gave Cody his welcome in, but that's about it. So the rumors that he stormed out last Raw and that he's just, just unhappy with WWE, but yet still no plans to leave you know, at all, which isn't a shocker. But Devin, your thoughts on Seth Rollins being unhappy? Uh, I can see some frustrations because it's like he... I mean, he just – he had a little small, really small run with the U.S. championship, but that was about it. You know, he gets put into a lot of just trilogy feuds with people, and really that's about it. First, you know, it was like Edge a lot of 2021, and then it was Cody a lot of 2022, which he lost all of them. And like I said, he got the U.S. championship after that, but it was pretty quick because it went right back to Austin Theory. And just having this match with Logan Paul, which was a good match, but it's not like you're going to, you know – have some good, like, long six-month feud with him because he's not there all the time. And I can see a bit of his, you know, frustration because, like, where am I really, you know, going right now at this, per- you know, moment? Am I going to be trying to elevate people? Am I kind of bringing people up? You know, am I being elevated or am I, you know, what am I doing really? What's the long-term, you know, phrase for me? Yeah, and just... Right now, granted, look, like we said, yeah, he's the workhorse. He is WWE, you know, with everything that he's done. So it's kind of hard to see him leaving or him walking out. Because if he does walk out, I can see him being a silly punk situation. Another person. Him just not this wrestling. Is not rumored. You know, I, I can see he him actually got just some, rather not wrestling than going There's somewhere. actually some sauce to this. So I see him do it. I see him do it. Exactly. The heel turn and here's the, here's the problem. Here's the problem with this one. There's new details on Drew McIntyre and his absence 
Now, Drew McIntyre, they said he had some sort of illness. That's why he was uh, gone for uh, uh, for one week. And then now we're getting that he's unhappy. He's got to put pen to paper. He's trying to put pen to paper for WWE. He's trying to get that contract renewed, that contract extension. But he's doing what these athletes are doing nowadays. These are what athletes are doing now. Out here, especially with the Cardinals, the Arizona Cardinals, we have had, since I've been here in the past three years, we've had four people do this already. Four people, four athletes do this already. This man, Drew McIntyre, scrubbed off his social media. This man just went completely dark. He removed all references of WWE. It's just a pitch black screen, a pitch just blank, black, black, blank, 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 black, nothing. Whole lot of nothings. Devin, are you nervous if you're WWE? Or what do you worry? What do you think Drew McIntyre has at? Um I, I want to say I'm not nervous only because I've seen other superstars do this before. Not saying that they probably weren't thinking about, you know, taking their foot off the door. But I got a question. Um let me let me let me upgrade it. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. Knowing that knowing that he had knowing that he has left before. No, granted he was fired, but knowing that he's worked for other companies, you know, he could definitely do it again. There wouldn't be no hesitation to it. Or are you still nervous? No, I wouldn't. No, I mean, cause we'll see. To me, he's he reached like the top pinnacle of the company. I mean, granted, it was during you know pandemic, nobody was there, but we still saw. It. When before you know we go back ten years ago, it was like he had never got to that point. It was kind of like he was hyped to be that, but it didn't work out. And now you know, now I gotta try to, you know, show people who I really am. We already know who he is now, so I mean, if he. Just seeing him like black out everything, I because I remember we we just talked about him like Seth Rollins. He blacked out everything at one point and was like, "Okay, is he you know thinking about leaving or something? Like, what's going on?" And then next thing you know, he's back up. Hey, I want a WrestleMania match, Vince. <laughs> but for Drew, I mean, given like with his illness and you know things of negotiations, I necessarily would not be nervous, but. Yeah, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be nervous. I, I stand on it. I don't think. I don't think Drew necessarily is going anywhere. Yeah, no. I, I don't think Drew's going anywhere either. I think Drew is still in that boat with, uh, with Seth Rollins. Of right now, he's getting handled the best in WWE. If he, he wouldn't think to go to AEW. You go to AEW. That's stupid. You should be ashamed of yourself. If you go to AEW because there's nothing there for you. There's a whole lot for you in WWE. Whole lot more for you to do in WWE. The Heel Turn Podcast. That's my final answer, and I'm saying it with my chest. You saying it with your chest? Yes. Your chest is correct. Final answer? Yes. Yes, sir! Wow! Wow! And I'm me. I'm me. But something else we need to do for WWE, not for them, but something that we have to do that they're involved with, is this quiz. Is this quiz, this quiz, is this quiz. Man, me and Devin discussed how we was gonna do this quiz. So we're gonna keep on. We got, we still got a WrestleMania hangover. We still hung over from WrestleMania. So I was practicing my, my John Morrison moves. 
Yeah, John Morris is in the boxing now. John Morris. <laughs> this ain't no make believe. <laughs> yeah, I was like, he won. So congrats, congrats to John Morrison, man. He got hands for real for an old man. <laughs> like 37, 38. Go ahead, throw them old hands. But look, man, I'm gonna give random matches from WrestleMania. Devin just gotta give me the WrestleMania. That's all you gotta do. I just feel like that's that, that gonna be too hard for you. Light work, light work. Kid mode. I, I ain't gonna give you no main events. These are all buku, buku matches. Matches that just gonna be from the from the slums. You got to dig in. Are you are you ready? Yes, sir. I never have to get ready because I stay ready. Yeah, that's what they all say. Let's start off here with the Chicago Street Fight. Ahmed Johnson and the Legion of Doom taking on the Nation of Domination. What WrestleMania was this? WrestleMania 14. Final answer? Yes, sir. WrestleMania 13. One off. That was 13. Wait, wait that was 13? WrestleMania, I'm looking at it right here. WrestleMania 13. Ahmed Johnson and the Legion of Doom defeating the Nation of Domination in the Chicago Street Fight. Then after that, WWE. Oh, uh, you know what? You're right, you're right. I should have, you know, the Chicago Street Fight should have gave it away because WrestleMania 13 was in Rosemont, man. What am I doing? It's all good. Are we serious, no. He said so. Everybody got a plan until they get punched in the face, and I just did, so I got a plan now. It is what it is. You still got time to redeem yourself. There's still time. Huh. What do we have here? You ready for it? already enough. He ain't gonna give me enough. He ain't gonna give me. I had, to, I had to show a little kick in my armor so it make him think he got me, but he don't. Let's start off with huh. Chris Jericho taking on William Regal for the Intercontinental Championship. It was the opener. It was the opener. Open. He already telling me where it was at on the car. I should know this. Yeah, you um, you're welcome, this guy. Uh, was that a WrestleMania 17? Final answer. Yes, sir. It was. Look at that. Look at this. He looked at that. So well, you wanted to? You wanted to? Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why it came out like I'm like he wrong, but I'm like, hey, you right. Look at that, even Justin got in. Justin got in. Look at that. Justin got one in there. <laughs> Bam Bam Bigelow and Luna Bashon taking on Doinkin Dink. What was this WrestleMania ten? Final answer. Yes, sir. It was WrestleMania 10. <laughs> I never doubted myself. I just like to show people that vulnerability so they, you know, they they relate more. You know, people, you know, see, see you not fully. So they relate more. That's what he said. For the people. Playboy yeah. pillow fight. Toy Wilson taking on Candice Michelle. 
WrestleMania 22. I don't mean to say it that fast. Oh, I, I promise you, like. Let me finish the question. Let me let me finish the question before you just start answering. Whoa, whoa. Is that what y'all think? I promise you. It's the match that came after what I like to watch a lot. That's why. So you know, whoa. I was like, well. Whoa, whoa. I'm sorry, man. Do we have to end this here? Do we have to. No, no, I mean, we can keep going. I just, yeah, I just don't want people to like, why he know that match so easy? You know, kind of sick freaking see. Justin got it correctly. He took his time. He had to think about it. Devin had to, Devin, as soon as I said pillow fight, he, yo, yo, stop it, stop it, stop it. Look. I actually got it on my phone here, right here, right here. I actually got no, I actually have a real story for that because I like to see that John Cena Triple H match because I always like the build up for that one. But I always got to, you know, skip past that match first. I'd be like, oh, shoot, this ain't in. Let me hurry up for my mom coming here. Let me hurry up for my mom getting here. That's what it, That's exactly what you say. That's that's all you had to say in that story was, <laughs> let me hurry up and turn this off for my mom get here. That's all you had to say. Because <laughs> that's exactly it, yeah, man. He just straight up was with the quickness. Stop talking, stop talking. I don't even know the answer. Stop talking. <laughs> oh, like, man. Yeah, you three or four. Three or four. Only got one wrong. Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Look at that. Uh, Look at that. Let's go with this blindfold match. Jake the Snake Roberts taking on the model, Rick Martell. Uh, that was... uh. You said blindfold match, right? Yep. Three or four. That was a WrestleMania. Yikes. Um, I ain't scared. Uh, just a little uh, disheveled. But uh, was that WrestleMania like? Uh, hold on. That WrestleMania 11? Final answer? Yes. WrestleMania 7. WrestleMania. I mean, they rhyme, I mean, they rhyme though. I could have been like, oh, I meant 7. <laughs> I meant 7. Oh, I just looked at it. I was like, yeez. I was like, I, I thought you had, I thought you was on to something. I thought you was on to something. Hey, hey. Three or five. I still got you going at least a good C average. C, low C, high D average. <laughs> Man, where, where, do we, where, where do I want to go next? Tell me when to go. Tell me when to go. Tell me when to go. Let me go to WrestleMania 4. Let's do. The European Championship match. European Champion Diamond Dallas Page taking on Christian. Three and five. WrestleMania 18. Final answer. Yes, sir. You're four six. You are four of six. You got it right. I'm like, you, you, just, don't, you just don't look happy. I'm like, you just. Well, I mean, because at first I was in my head like four of six. I'm like, dude, he, he trying to say I got it wrong, but I'm like, you know, my mind just, you know, me and Matt just don't really agree sometimes, especially on Sunday. Yeah, since you are so up to date with all this stuff. The Bunny Mania Lumberjill match. 
Melina and Beth Phoenix taking on Maria and Ashley. That was WrestleMania 23. Final answer? Yes, sir. WrestleMania 24. Whoa. Whoa. That's because here, and I'll here, here, I got you. WrestleMania 23, number Jill match, women's champion Melina defeated Ashley. Ah, uh, that's what got me. See, that's what got me. Yeah, so I was like, I was like, I ain't gonna use that one. So I was like, I'll spoil that one for you. Look at look at that, Justin. Look at that, Justin. Hold on, hold on, Justin. Wait, what you get you just hold on, Justin. See? Now we got an interesting girl, Justin. Here. Hold on. Hold on, Justin. Hold on, Justin. What you what you what you doing behind that screen, there, Justin? Hold on, now, Justin. Yeah, we gotta question him more than me because he got both of them right. I only got one. We got both of them in speedy fashion. Oh, you was like, oh, that was the wrong women match. I had my women mid up. That was easy. <laughs> I seen so many of them, I just forget. You know, yeah, just, they run so together. You four of what? You four seven, right? Because you was four six last time. You four seven now, right? Four seven. Here it goes, man. You ain't gonna get this at all. You ain't gonna get this at all. You See, that's what you said about that Chumpalumbo one, man. The brain <laughs> You know, let me not get this to you. Let me not get let me not get this to you. Here. Jake the Snake Roberts taking on Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant was with Bobby Heenan. Uh, uh, special guest referee, Big John Stud. This is a uh, WrestleMania. Yeah, uh, WrestleMania four. Final answer. Uh, yes. Final answer? Hold on. Hold on, 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 hold on. Come on, man. Man, look, man. I was close. I was just on WrestleMania off, man. Look, I can see it. ain't like the other Jake's thing. I was like, 11? Actually, it was seven. So now that one, you can clown me, bro. Come on, four or five. When you do miss, you are very close. I'll be close. Oh. Look at that, man. <laughs> you are four of eight? Dang, 50%. 50%. I got to redeem myself, man. It's all these odious ones. I got to go back. See, he used to clown me for that, but like now it's, see, now it's starting to affect me. He used to log in the network. Who watch your WrestleMania 2? Here, here, I, got I got you right here. This off raw butterbean taking on Bart Gun in the final prop roll. You said you said you said what? WrestleMania 15, because I unfortunately had that on DVD and I don't know why. Yep, five of nine. <laughs> five of nine. Trash WrestleMania. Except for the main event, but trash. Hmm. Last in my honest opinion. Last one. And that was the last time they was in Philly until next year. This one. For the World Tag Team Championships, Team Angle taking on Los Guerreros, also taking on Chris Benoit and Rhino. 
WrestleMania 19. It's the last one. Final answer? Yes, sir. You said WrestleMania 19? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, re, 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 give me the, give me the, give me, give me the cup. Yeah, that's what made it 19. I had to, yeah, it was that's what 19. Look at the I'm like, it can't be 20, because I, it just, it can't. Like, and it can't be 18, because it just, Team Angle, I don't, Team Angle wasn't a thing yet. You just, man, I'm just trying to play these games with me now. I want to see if it was going to work. And it did. It still did. Man. He was like, right. he tried wait, to shake wait, me. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> I'm 25 and <laughs> <laughs> but man, we I be thinking about like what happened. Look, man, we are on great timing. We are on great time. We had a good this this is just so it's just great, man. We done killed it. Now go ahead and ruin it by ending it with anything you have to say to close this show out. Get him, get him, get him out of here. Get him. He always be pushing me out the way. I'm pushing him out the way. How about that? You know. It's your boy Devin Lee Crimes Jr. And look, I might not have smashed this test like I usually do, but it, I mean, look, it's Sunday. You know what I mean? My Lakers about to play in a minute. Hopefully they don't make my Sunday worse. But it is what it is. That ain't nothing to do with y'all. But what's got to do with y'all is this heel turn because we're going to be back on heel turn Tuesday. And you already know. So I'm going to let you go back to my co-host. The other man, the man that I just pushed out of here, so you can see this man. All oh, nice, all four angles. Yes, sir. We're gonna hand it back to Isaiah Jackson Jr. Shout out to Lil Morgan once again. Man, thank you for that, Devin. Man, really appreciate it. Now, if I could just, man, we gotta find some way to get you, make you smaller on this screen. Find some way to make you smaller. We'll we'll figure that out. We'll figure that out. As soon still gonna have a big presence. A big presence. That's what he. That's what he says. That's what he usually says. Awesome show, guys. Thank you so much, Justin. As always, man. We appreciate you. We we will link up with you as soon. I know we say that all the time. I know we say that all the time, Justin. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Justin. We look. We got big things coming. I just. Oh my God. Big things coming, and that's just personally. Likewise. Just just big things popping. Little things stopping. Exactly, man. So we will say. So we'll just end it off with that, man. Thank you so much for listening. I'm finna get to work on this. This will be on Spotify later on today. Don't you guys time? Thank you for listening to the Heel Turn Podcast. Check us out on iTunes and Spotify every Saturday for more wrestling news and to be a part of the conversation. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Heel Turn Podcast and on Twitter at underscore the Heel Turn.